Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show live, as always, brought to you by all these wonderful sponsors scrolling across the bottom there that uh, have allowed us to do this for all these 13 years. Um, if you are new to this, we do these live shows every Tuesday and Thursday where we air older episodes of this show and kind of share stories about it, kind of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Tuesdays are the Jackson Kayak years. And then on Thursdays, we're doing the really older ones that were when I was back with Ocean Kayak, the very, very beginning of the show. So uh, join us every Tuesday and mostly Thursdays for this. I'm actually looking at my headphones. They were all kind of wonky. You know what it's not easy to do? Put on headphones when you only have one hand. <laughs> I had to actually catch it on the bill of my hat and then twist it around because I can't reach this hand higher than that. So anyway, things are going good on this so far. I had physical therapy today and uh, it'll be a long haul to get that thing to where I'm paddling and fishing again. But uh, at least there's all these great pedal boats out there. So I may be doing more pedaling, get out on my blue sky with my Torquedo. Um, or there's some cool stuff coming from Jackson Kayak that I still can't share with you, but there's some really cool stuff coming up that uh, as soon as I'm allowed to tell you about, we will certainly be telling you about that stuff. So there's a couple comments here already, so we may as well say hello. Uh, Liam Young, thanks as always for watching over at Kayak Fishing Tales. And uh, again, you can watch our show uh, here on Facebook, on Kayak Fishing Tales, which is our YouTube channel, or on the Kayak Fishing Show group page on Facebook as well. If you're watching on the group page, make sure you give the app permission to use your name. Otherwise it pops up as Facebook user. So we don't know who we're talking to. Um, Bobby Daly Tucker, best kayak show alive. Thanks man. <laughs> uh, and we're alive. And um, Clifford says, morning, everyone. Gene Wilson from Jackson kayak. How you doing? Clifford watching from Queensland, Australia. I still got to get to Australia. The closest I've done to fishing in Australia is I landed at the airport there. Uh, I've been to New Zealand four times, but I've never, never fished in Australia. And um, what was the other one here? Oh, Johnny watching from Northern Sweden. Thanks for joining us, man. And uh Gene Wilson, Skitfiska. Is that the same as shit fishing? <laughs> That's the funny thing in, uh, in Sweden. You don't wish anybody good luck. You say shit fishing, which I always thought was kind of funny. Kind of like break a leg when people are going out on, um, on stage. So that may give you a hint that today's episode is from Sweden. Uh, we shot this episode in 2018. We were invited by uh, my good buddy Gunnar, as well as our guest today, Magnus, who invited us out there, put this whole thing together. It was one of my favorite 
trips ever. Now I love going to Sweden. We've been there. Um, I've been there three times and um, I mean, it's a great country, wonderful people. And um, I mean, absolutely beautiful. This trip in particular was just so cool because um, we were there for midsummer and the whole festivities and everything going on there. It was so cool being able to experience that part of the culture was such such a good time. So with no further ado, I'm going to bring up my buddy Magnus. Magnus, Hi, how are you, man? Hi, Jim. I'm fine, thank you. And you are? He is uh, down in his cave. Um, it's obviously <laughs> a lot later there um, than it is here in San Diego, and so he's been uh, sent down to the basement to uh, not bother the rest of the family. Yeah, they got to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Magnus, tell us what you're up to, man. What you're you doing? Some trips and doing all kinds of stuff. Well, at least I try to. But, but there, <laughs> there was this thing called COVID coming in between, between all the plans. So, I was doing hard marketing abroad, and uh, well, that 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 sat me waiting <laughs> so right. we'll see what it, what it where it goes I have some new kinds of things going on for the Swedish people also but things are opening up opening it up in the world so we'll see hoping well, well you you do have uh, the event that we actually went over there for um, was the uh, Liska was our, named after our good friend, uh, Jan Liska, who passed away, the Liska uh, tournament, yeah, um, which you have taken over from Gunnar, and you've kind of changed it up a little bit. Tell us about, tell me about the, what's going on with the with the Liska. Um, I don't know if you're calling it an open or... Uh, yeah, well, it's called Liska Kayak Open. Um, and now I've... Uh, added the name Sarna to it. It's the it's the place where where we be held this year. And that's up in the northern part of Dalarna, in the mountains and the woods, as far away from the sea as you can get <laughs> on each side. <laughs> so, well, it'll be a, a wild and I hope a unique experience. Now, is that sort of the same area we were at on our trip? Yeah, the most northern part we were. This is like one hour south. So it's the same region, the same mountains, uh, the same woods. But this is, we were up in the mountains, but this is more like lowland on, on, the, on the foot of the mountains. And... You said it's it's as we we discussed um, a while ago. You said it's no longer a tournament. No, it's, it's an event. It's a happening. It's more of a, a gathering. Yeah, it is for people just to sit around bonfires, talking, fishing, drinking sodas, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. and so on. Late nights and early mornings. So. Um, but, it's very similar to what used to go on here. And, and I'm not sure if they're still doing it was with the, the boondoggles, which was just a yeah. gathering of kayak anglers to share their kayak, their passion for kayak fishing and 
talk about gear and stuff and go fishing together and eat together and drink together and just have fun. Not a competition. No, it's not a competition. It, and Well, it is a boondoggle in that kind of sense. So, and it, also this area, there's not so many kayak anglers. So it's, a, I, I, I'm hoping to spread the word, spread the, the, the fun thing about kayak fishing. Um, I didn't kayak fish before I met you and Gunnar. Right. <laughs> so, I was a virgin at that. And I got to kayak fish with you all. And I was it like a, it was a jump start into kayak fishing. Um, so if we can have this, if we, if we can have this event yearly, maybe we can spread the wonderful thing about kayak fishing because you get so close to nature because you get so close to everything. Right. I was used to fishing small vessels before, but kayak, it's, it's, well, it's hard to describe. Yeah. It's very, uh, intimate. You yeah. are, I mean, you can't, yes. you can't get any closer to the water without being in it. And, and that's no. appealing. Well, the, the Liska tournament historically drew guys from all over Europe. I mean, the guys from uh, the whole team from Germany, um, our, our good friend who's in this episode, Mariusz from um, Poland, uh, Egowitz from Spain. So, I mean, that event itself historically drew from all over. Are, are you expecting yeah. the, the, the same type of reach? Not this year. Uh, the handover was uh, it was announced at Liska uh, this fall. So, and I guess many of the many of the participants they have already planned their vacation <laughs> pre. So they were expecting the Liska to be uh, in the same region at the same time right next year so uh, i've heard that some of them are coming but um, a, f a few a few is attending this year as well. well maybe some people will be watching this and they'll see how beautiful it is up there and they'll yeah join hope so. <laughs> um, hope so is it around the same time of year as the liska historically was no liska was late fall this is uh, beginning of june uh, 9 to 12 june Okay, so, so uh, warmer. Uh, yeah, warmer, and it's uh, the spring flood is just uh, went down, and the pike, perch, and they have all uh, bred. You say breed? They have <laughs> they have spawned. That's how you say. Oh, okay. So they ought to be hungry. So um, uh, what, what's what's the the species? I mean, because I know the Liska it was down in the archipelago, and you're kind of that brackish water, big pike, and and that yeah. sort of thing. What are we looking for up where you're going to be? Well, this is this is inland woodlands. Wood, yeah, it's it's like this is the inland, so it's woodland lakes uh, and rivers, big rivers, and we have you can fish for pike, perch, uh, grayling trout, and char. Arctic char. Oh, you get Arctic char. So we have yeah, beautiful fish. Have, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful fish. They have Arctic char in many lakes up there. So uh, 
we'll see. It's uh, that's the jackpot for uh, those who come, I guess, catching yeah. all five species. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Conventional type stuff, fly fishing. Uh, what, what's what's the go-to up there? Or what was it Mariush was using on the perch up there, like micro jigs or? Yeah, micro jigs, small, like two centimeter jigs, only one gram. <laughs> he caught a bunch. So oh, wow, you, can, you can get, I've gotten grayling on, on uh, small jigs. So they, they don't only bite flies. Okay. They bite they bite what comes in front of them, I guess. And this is because it's the winter is so long up here with ice and cold. Uh, the summer is like a feeding feast for them. <laughs> they have to eat. They know it. They have to stock up for winter. So uh, that makes sense. I remember looking across the lake, and I don't remember which part of this was in. Looking across the lake, and Mariusz never moved <laughs> he was down at the other end of the lake catching yeah. perch after perch after perch yeah that was um, in in my area here in mura uh, like uh, what is it two and a half hours drive from where we were in the mountains this okay. is oh, what close to where close to where oh well, you'll see it in the show tonight i guess yeah yeah so i was sitting there <laughs> but before we um, roll this thing, obviously we were there during midsummer, and and I just was, was talking about it a little bit, um, which was so cool that the area we were in, at least, and I don't know if this is this way across the entire country, but they sure embraced all the old traditions, the dress, the foods. I, I so thoroughly enjoyed that part of the trip. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you did. Well, Dalana is uh, is the epicenter of Midsummer's celebration. Um, you, if you come to Sweden during Midsummer and you go to Stockholm, you probably won't see anyone because they're up here in Dalana. <laughs> okay. So what what, is, what exactly is the Midsummer celebration? <sighs> Well, I think it goes back all the way to the Vikings, um, but it's a, it's an it has been an agricultural thing. Midsummer, uh, either planting some stuff or taking some stuff up from the earth. Um, it, I don't know. I really don't know what midsummer. Is. <laughs> But it's mid like there was some uh, symbolism, fertility. Uh... No, I I think it's more of an agricultural thing, like yeah, harvesting or the sowing. Uh, yeah. That was interesting. The fact that they they put up those maypoles every year, or, um, decorate and yeah, just... and then it's you a... have to have the feasts. Yeah, all the food, the weird food. <laughs> it was good. So I went there and I was just, I always tell myself when I'm going to go anywhere, it's always, okay, I'm going to eat the food. I'm going to eat the, the local food. It's always, I'd rather 
try that, then, you know, I don't go to some places, hey, I want to go to McDonald's, you know, I want to get into the culture. And I knew about the herring, pickled herring, all that. And I had talked to people and they're like, it's terrible. You're going to hate it. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm trying it. And we had the feast at your place and you had several different kinds there. And they were great. I absolutely loved it. I was I was surprised at how much I liked it. Yeah, they're they're good. Well, as a kid, I didn't like it. It's a it's a particular taste. Uh, but growing up, you get used to it, and then you start to like it. Uh, it's pickled herring, as you say, and all kinds of variety of flavors. <laughs> I guess it. In the old days, there were not so many flavors, but uh, as, um, they were, they were as great. We prog- yeah, they're good. And of course, nice. uh, several um, shots and toasts uh, beforehand <laughs> or during. Well, you can't go on a, on a feast or party in Sweden without liquor <laughs> and, and, and singing singing while drinking. Yes. You have to do that. That was so much fun. Such a yeah. good time. Uh, so I'm going to bring this episode up. See if it does it the way it's supposed to. So today we are at a very secret spot. in. See, it started before it was supposed to. Normally, see, I run these things. They're embedded on YouTube and then I just pull them over. Um, but some of our episodes disappeared and my producer sent them to me. So they're actually living on my computer. So it's putting them into this show is a little bit different. So if I have any hiccups on here, that's why. So with no further ado, let's get this, um, episode rolling. So today we are at a very secret spot in Mora in Sweden. And we have hooked up with a bunch of guys from the Jackson kayak fishing team and, uh, super excited. It's our second time to Sweden. And uh, first day of fishing while we're here, and we're gonna go after and get some pike and some perch and just have a good old time. Stick around. brought together on this trip by uh, Magnus and Gunnar. For them, it was kind of an exploratory uh, trip to see if it would be a worthwhile endeavor for them to bring in people to guide into different areas. 
So we were kind of the guinea pigs and they brought in team members from Jackson Kayak from all over Europe. You know, we had uh, Poland represented, Spain, Germany, of course, Sweden. Um, just, a, just a wonderful, wonderful group of people who, you know, even though we've had some weather hiccups, we've had some beautiful weather, uh, we've all just been on the same page about just being here to see if this is gonna work for these guys and just having a really, really good time. Brand new, top secret. Just gonna be introduced here in a couple of weeks. Seagar Gold Label. This will be their most premium fluorocarbon. And this you fish like a, you call it a jerk? Or a crankbait. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, crankbait and it's a low floating. So it stays. When you stop, when you stop it stays. So it's suspending. Like, yeah, suspending. Right. Slowly, slowly sinking, I think. Also this, okay. fast action. Contact with bottom. This trip was the first the time, time I ever caught. I have more jigs, but for starters, 14 grams, bounce it on the bottom. Ding, ding, ding. Let it be. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. This little bay <laughs> is shallow. One meter, one and a half. And in the ends, in the shoreline, it's more shallow. You have pike along the weed lines and you have water lilies. Uh, both perch and pike go here. Big perch go here. They spawn here. This is their spawning area. But they tend to go here and eat small fish. Uh, the wind is going this way, so that shoreline will be hit by wind. So go the left side from here and just have fun, catch fish. Well, we've been trying jigging. A lot of bait. There's some fish underneath the bait, but jigging's not working, but Igowitz has gotten a couple, I guess, on uh, troll, so. It's been a very big, very nice experience because uh, meeting all, all the friends here and going fishing together, go kayaking, you know, fishing for perch and moving to a different lakes. And all these things that for me are like uh, amazing, you know. Because they are pretty Basically, thick. because this is not my type of fishing. Yeah, you know, I, I, I mainly fish on the sea. But uh, now I realize that also there is a, another type of fishing that maybe I will start doing when I'm back in Spain because it's also it's very nice, you know. This type of fishing is very, very interesting for me. So I really, I'm really enjoying that. Wow. Pike strike. <laughs> Why is a small one? Oh, that's beautiful. Must be a commercial break. So Egowitz actually, I spoke to him not too long ago. He told me he's moving to California. Yeah. He and his girlfriend. So they are for real now. It's a, it's a fact. That's what he tells me. <laughs> but oh. uh, I don't know that anything is solid yet, but they're, mm. they're looking into it. Good for him. So it'd be good to, uh, good to have him out here. He's a fun guy to fish with. Everybody everybody on this trip was was so much fun. Um, you know, Dennis has got such a dry sense of humor and 
Um, everybody was so good. Um, I, and again, I, I didn't go back and watch the episode. I don't remember if the camping part was in it. Uh, so I just want to sh share the story in case, you know, in case it doesn't get covered about the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't remember how many people we had in our group. I think uh, we were set up a, had set up a really cool camping setup, had the big tents and um, you guys brought out all the food and, and it, it was just wonderful. Somehow somebody got it in their head that we like potatoes, which I mean, who doesn't like potatoes? <laughs> Magnus. I think there was a 50 pound bag of potatoes for each person on the trip. <laughs> oh, let's just say there were many potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like, how many people are on this trip? <laughs> you got, <laughs> you got a thousand pounds of potatoes. Well, you can eat potatoes for a long time. <laughs> well, we, we were we were not going to starve. No, not not because we, plenty, we, we were running of potatoes. out of potatoes. We had plenty of potatoes and plenty of hot dogs. Yeah, we did. And some <laughs> fish. We ate some fish too. <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. Absolutely amazing place. Beautiful place. And lots of lots of laughs. Yeah. So this is like I said, this is kind of different for me on how this is because normally I can jump past these. This was a cool lake. I remember this lake. Uh, the boardwalk. Boardwalk. We'll be catching some pike. Under oh no, that was down that river, walk. wasn't it? Boardwalk. Yeah, it was a river. Okay. That's all I got. This is, <laughs> this is the, the, got, uh, the campsite with the tents. Several setups. Right, right. We have pike and perch here. So we've got a, a variety of setups, uh, some stuff set up uh, weedless. I'm using a Sabeel dart spin for that because the fish is weedless. Then I've got a jerk bait for more open water, a little bit deeper. And then I've got a, a small lure for the perch. Well, there's so a big old We're just gonna work around perch. and see if we can find some fish. Finally getting out on the water. Absolutely beautiful day. After uh, several days of wind and rain, we got to location to actually start fishing and it's beautiful, so. So I'm really happy. <laughs> it's it's an area where no nobody fishes so very often for, for perch and pike, so that's absolutely great to see this very nice landscape and uh, it's amazing to fish with all of these guys here in uh, Sweden. Where are we today? We're in uh, Dalarna. It's uh, it's in the middle of Sweden, sort of, but everyone considers it to be very far north. But uh, yeah, sort of close to the Norwegian border in the middle of Sweden. Henrik was always there to help, always there if, he's, if he thought a lure was going to work, he, he, if it was his only lure, he would give it to me because he wanted me to be successful on this trip. A little bit better. Is that dinner? Yep. Without a doubt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> These are the ones we're actually looking for. We'll put them in a foil package and uh, maybe some lemon, maybe some lemon pepper and salt and we're going to eat them. Well, that's tiny, tiny, tiny. But that's my very first perch I've ever caught. 
<laughs> so uh, if nothing else, it's a new species. Whew. Boom! <laughs> Let that guy go and grow a little bit, or a lot of bit. Come on. Come on, baby. New species on the board. I think, and I haven't checked in a while and I don't remember, but I think that actually is number 251. I don't know, anyway, I got a long way to go before I catch Patrick Sabeel at his 900 or something. So I'm just happy to add a new species and a beautiful place, so. <laughs> See if we can get some more. Pike fishing is for me uh, an amazing fishing because uh, I'm from Germany and there we have a lot of uh, lakes with big pikes and, and that's my thing. And uh, I love it to fish here for, for perch and pike in Sweden because um, there are so many lakes and so many aggressive pikes. It's absolutely great to fish here. My hometown. The, uh, the first location was uh, really kind of interesting cabins, kind of funky. Uh, I mean, the doors like, came to here. <laughs> I felt like I was going into a hobbit house. And, uh, but the people there, that, again, that were, was an were unusual so place. welcoming and yeah. sharing. I mean, uh, Christian made this, this wonderful meal for us, yes. a traditional type of meal outside and just, just sharing again sharing their, their their culture and and their traditions and um it's been really really interesting what are you doing i'm preparing some uh, native swedish food so to speak it's uh, called the uh, kolbulle uh, i cannot really describe <laughs> the recipe because uh, our good friend christian made that made uh, the batter for it it's a kind of pork berry bread thingy you fry up really ancient really tasty super cool thing Perfect. It's a thing that the lumberjacks and the railway builders ate in the 17th century because it has lots of energy uh, and it's easy to make. It's got bacon in it and there's never anything wrong with that. Amazing. <laughs> That's delicious. I like it. Perfect. Needs more bacon. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a, a very funky little place. Um, wasn't it while we were there that the weather was quite bad? Yeah. I remember walking down to the water so around today. There, but... Really windy. We're really excited. We're actually taking yeah, a day it was really off windy. from fishing. Of course, that's that's the story of my life on the kayak fishing show is going to places and it's windy or raining or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that. <laughs> Here you go, um, Magnus. Jean Wilson says her favorite potato dish is gropa caca. <laughs> Grope. Kaka, what is uh, that? 
body cake <laughs> translated directly uh, it's a it's a round thing with potato butter uh, batter potato batter and you have like i think you have bacon or some other pork in it rolled in it and then you cook it you eat it with lingonberry and uh, drink cold milk to it it's delicious sounds good to me what yeah. was the on, on that other dish we had didn't we have some kind of berries on it uh you're i think we have a, a bad connection can you take that again can you say that again oh. please oh i said uh, that that dish we had that we just showed on there didn't that wasn't that served with some kind of berry uh -huh. as well yeah, it's served with lingonberries traditionally, but you can, okay. well, you can eat any any kind of berries to it. Oh, there's Gene Wilson, lingonberries. <laughs> yeah. And our friend Laurent Dupree is saying hi. Hi. So let's, let's keep her rolling. And we're heading into town uh, to meet with some of the locals and do some really traditional stuff. It is mid-summer here, and we're going to go meet up with the guys to collect birch branches to decorate the maypole. I'm really excited to be a part of this. I can't wait to get up there and help these guys and just be a part of it and just really get into this culture that we're seeing here. Everybody we've met so far has been amazingly friendly and I'm looking forward to a really, really fun day. And beer. This is the <laughs> midsummer tradition. We're gathering birch so they can weave the rings and the ornaments for the pole. So this is locally and traditionally for the men. And then the weaving and the preparation for the pole is uh, locally and traditionally for the women to do. So this is a long tradition and we're keeping it alive in this village. And that's, I think it's nice. So we just did the, uh, the gathering of the birch, and then they took us to this cool, amazing little hut, house, fireplace, the gathering of the men. They, they, after they gather the birch, they go and have their, their food and some drink. It was so amazing. And this old gentleman, 90, 92 years old, shows up and everybody gives him respect and he just wanted to be a part of it. It was it was one of the coolest things I've, I've been a part of uh, while we've been shooting the show. Really, really neat. I'm having such a great time here in Sweden. And they have amazing cheese. <laughs> you gotta come here. Yeah, and I'll pause it right there. And, and Magnus, before we even started, we were talking about cheese because I love cheese. And... <laughs> Sweden just has fantastic cheese. And one thing I always said is like, you know, you go to the grocery store here and there's a small section, your deli section, and there's, you know, small blocks of cheese. 
and I go into the grocery store in Sweden and it is a complete grocery aisle filled with cheese and there's no small chunks of cheese. It's all like big wedges or complete wheels of cheese. Yeah. And like wheels all, this <laughs> yeah. It's just like, and it seemed like there was cheese at every meal. It, it's just, they love their cheese <laughs> and, it, yeah, and it's good, good, strong, strong tasting cheese. So if you want to go, if you're a cheese connoisseur, you will enjoy Sweden very much. How long does it stay up? The whole year. Really? Yeah. We, we took it down on Monday and uh, finished up with the new paint and everything. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So it's the, it's the whole year. It's okay. Up. So it's a symbol of fertility? Yeah. And it is important to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> See, he said it was fertility. So um, this one is from 2011. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, seven years old. So uh, after a few years, it's yet the, the, yeah, the wood over it gets. Right, right. playing Gunnar? We are playing Cub. It's a, like a, it's a game that we do in summertime in Sweden. All the, every, every Sweden knows this game. We have to kick down the king. I am an expert Cub player. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> that, that one hit Will. <laughs> we were invited to Magnus's house for the midsummer party um, and had a, a many of the traditional dishes. It's, this is uh, the appetizers and this is uh, traditional Swedish midsummer and Christmas and Easter. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I thought I was going to hate it. Uh, several different ways that they made pickled herring. And to me, I, I was like, okay, this is just, I will eat it just to be gracious and to try it. And I'm so glad I tried it because I actually really, really liked it. Oh my goodness, it's bringing back such good memories. Yeah. Um, there is, I'm going to let you have this one, Magnus. Uh, uh, I'm on my phone, so it's so tiny I can't read it. I have poor, <laughs> I'm 50 years old, I have poor eyesight. <laughs> well, I got 10, I got 10 years on you. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. My beloved Dingrov, that's the place at the river we were. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's a Swedish girl writing. She's been there uh, fishing with her um, grandfather. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> she loves that place because it has strong memories for her. That's fishing awesome. with her grandfather when she was young. Oh, it's a lovely place, Laila. That is awesome. Well, thanks for the, the comment, what, whatever exactly it says. And I'm glad you have uh, good memories. I'm glad we could help you relive those memories. Yeah. Ja. Tack, Laila. Du är välkommen att fiska med mig där igen, om du vill. Ja, det var det Fishing. It's 11.30 at night right now. What? Now you see it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw it. I... I... I, I read what she said and I told you what she said. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying something else. Yeah, I, I said, told her something, said something to her in Swedish. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. That's the one thing I'm always jealous when I go over there. It's like, it seems like everybody over there speaks a minimum of three languages. And, and I barely get by with one. Like most Americans. And fish all day it'll be light it'll get dark for about 10 minutes i think and then you can start fishing again totally bright out here at 2 30 in the morning so if you want a long day of fishing you caught it up here on the sink you see the way that boat spun around the funny thing that people never realize about kayak fishing is even a small fish like this one will tow your kayak. I mean, it'll it'll re it'll move the boat around. So you can imagine what it's like when you catch a really big fish. The kayak <laughs> really gets moving. That's why I always say you got to remember that the kayak itself is drag. Don't give the fish line because you're already giving him the boat. Ow! That one's a little bigger. <laughs> They're really pretty fish, though. Kind of orange tips of their fins. Wish we had better light right now so you could see the really nice colors on them. I'm catching all the whoppers. Bye-bye. Oh, it's even smaller than the last one. But you're catching. <laughs> Can you believe it? Pound for pound, the perch is the strongest fighting fish. Should we take them home for dinner? For sure. It's very nutritious meat. Oh yeah, he's swimming. There he goes. Wow. <laughs> Is it a pike? I think so. I have a very thin leader. For someone new to kayak fishing, you sure took to it and standing up and very quickly. Oh, that's the big rig. Uh, true. 
it's as wide as my house. <laughs> they're not big, but they're strong. That's true. That is very true. That's a very nice kayak. I like it. There goes my thing. Or maybe not. Bye-bye. <laughs> Small leaders and pike We've got don't quite together. a fleet of kayaks on this trip. Uh, oh, from big rigs not, not to cruise FDs, Kusa FD, Kusa HD, um, and just all great boats. And for each person, uh, a very good fit. Uh, I mean, I've watched Egowitz in the cruise FD. I mean, he he moves that thing across the water. It's a, it's amazing how fast he gets going in that. He um, loved it. And then the uh, the Kusa FD for uh, Mariusz, who's a little bit bigger guy, so it carries him a little bit better. The the big rig for the guys who are, are really doing a lot of stand up casting and side casting, and maybe like uh, Magnus is is new to kayaking, so having him in the big rig, he's so comfortable in that. And of course, I'm I've been in the Kusa HD which gives me that good paddle ability, very good stand ability. And again, I mean, I'm a paddler. I, I enjoy paddling. So it was a, the perfect fit for me on this trip. Yeah, this guy so is my, right my new kayak. It's very stable and <laughs> I love to paddle it. And so I- uh, You'll be there again. areas because we were on small lakes, big lakes, small rivers. And uh, for me, it's perfect. You know, the Germans, you have Dennis, very stoic and up to something all the time. Kai, complete opposite, very outgoing, uh, just always trying to make you laugh. Being the captain of the Jackson kayak team, Dennis is um, a little more reserved, but you can see he gets this smile on his face. And though his personality isn't real gregarious, when he's up to something, you can just see that little smile, that little twinkle in his eye, and he'll crack you up. I mean, just, just a super funny guy. And I, I really enjoyed spending time with him here on this trip. I was lucky enough to meet Egoitz uh, on my last trip to Sweden. Um, it was not a shoot, I just came out here to visit. And um, he's so funny and so full of life and so energetic. Um, I, I love the guy. He is just a, just a, a super, super person and again, loves to fish. Uh, I'm planning to go visit him in Spain soon. Um, just, just good people. Well, we've had a very fun evening session here. It's getting late, believe it or not. So uh, I think it's about time to head in, but we have a lot more fishing to do on this trip. A lot more places to go explore, so stick with us. We're having a great time here in Sweden. Yeah, so the, the next part two of this will be next Tuesday. Magnus, you're welcome to join me again if you like. Um, 
I'll be happy Layla, to. Layla made, uh, made another comment, which again, I have no idea what it says. Yeah. Let's see if I can. Again, with the poor eyesight and cell phone. I'll see. Yeah, she she lives nearby. She she fishes there all the time uh, in the summers. Yeah, it's a cool area. It's a nice place, and you you live in a really nice place, Laila. Hope to see you there. By the way. <laughs> My wife says there is a translate button there there isn't on my end <laughs> so there's no translate button from what i'm doing here so i can't translate it but i'll go back and look at what they say but thank you for the comments layla and thank you for joining us i really appreciate it uh magnus somebody wants information about uh joining the liska or anything else you're up to what how does anybody get a hold of you and or find information about it well, it's my, I have a page, it's called Fishing with Bozell, uh, B-O-Z-E-L-L. Um, that's where I, it's on Facebook, and I have a web page as well, by the same name. Um, just contact me there, if you need to know anything, or if you want to have a guided trip somewhere. I can help you. Fishing with b o how is z e l l z yeah e l l e l l Oops. fishing with bazelle yeah there you go so you, they can find that page on facebook yeah they can and, and that would have links That'll have information about the Liska gathering. Oh, that's an entirely different page. That's the Liska page. Okay. Uh, but I think I, ha I think I have links uh, on my uh, fishing with Bozell page to okay. the Liska. Well, cool. Yeah. Anything else you want to share with us? No. <laughs> not more than I'm, I'm i'm kind of tired <laughs> so it's uh it's eight minutes to midnight here oh yes that's well past my bedtime yeah mine too normally but what do you do for fishing the other day i went up at uh, 3 a.m to go catch some roach and uh, then head for a lake and do some ice fishing yeah <laughs> No ice fishing here. No. <laughs> Poor well, you. Yeah, it's it's kind of warm. So, but there's no fishing for me at all. So, I got to figure out one-handed fishing. So, anyway, Magnus, I appreciate you being here. And again, I'll be airing part two if you want to join me next week. Uh, if nothing else, I'll definitely share the links with you for the episode. Everybody yeah. else, I appreciate you joining us. If you are going out on the water, please remember, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care.
Oh, <laughs> <laughs>